Hi, this is Ann Robertson, and at least for one more week, I'm the pastor of the United Methodist Church of Westford in Westford, Massachusetts. After that, I'm going to be the executive director of the Massachusetts Bible Society, and Spirit Walkers is going to continue right along, so stay with me here. Uh, this is March 31st, 2007. And I selected a passage that has to do with Palm Sunday, since Palm Sunday is tomorrow. And if you hear noises in the background, that's the dog chewing a bone. Very happy, but since there are boxes all around him, he doesn't want to go very far from me. So we'll have spirit walkers and spirit crunchers kind of at the same time. This is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, verse 10, which says, When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? One of the typical things that Christian pilgrims to Jerusalem do is to take what they call the Palm Sunday Walk. Good Christian pilgrim that I was there a few weeks ago, I did it too. And we began up at the top of the Mount of Olives, at the chapel which commemorates the place where Jesus looked over Jerusalem and wept, saying that he longed to take the people under his wings the way a mother hen takes in her chicks, but they were not willing. Then you walk down the very steep road, past the tombs of the prophet Zechariah and others past the Garden of Gethsemane and toward the eastern gate of the city. It looks a bit different now. About a hundred years ago, the street had walls built up on both sides of it, so that it now resembles more of a toboggan run than a street. I remember thinking that riding a donkey down the steep and narrow path would be much easier than walking. There were lots of reminders of death along the way. With Zechariah 14 prophesying that the Mount of Olives is where the end of earthly things and the beginning of heavenly things will take place, lots of people want to be buried there in order to be first in line for the resurrection. As I mentioned, Zechariah himself is buried there, along with 150,000 like-minded individuals. Since burials in Jerusalem are above ground, the slope of the Mount of Olives is a white with tombs. During the tour, I was reminded that there were two processions into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. Of course, Jesus entering the eastern gate of Jerusalem on the donkey with people waving palms was one. The other procession was on the other side of town. Coming in the western gate that same day would have been Pontius Pilate, on a horse with his entourage. Pilate didn't have his headquarters in Jerusalem. He was stationed up in Caesarea, a lovely seaside town that we also visited up in the north. But when it came time for huge numbers of people to descend on Jerusalem for a festival, Pilate came to be where the action was. And so, for Passover, Pilate traveled down the Via Maris and entered Jerusalem from the west. I also learned a new thing about palms. Of course, they're native to the area, and so it would be a natural thing to be waving one. But that wasn't all I learned. In the days of the Hasmoneans, about 140 to 37 BC, when Israel experienced a brief and exhilarating time of self-rule as a result of the revolt led by Judas Maccabeus. The palm branch was a nationalistic symbol. It was printed on the Hasmonean coins. Those who were waving palm branches were making a political statement and expressing their hope that Jesus would free them from Roman oppression the way that Judas Maccabeus had freed the people from the Seleucids and given them their first opportunity at self-rule in over 400 years. You put it all together and it's no wonder Jesus started the procession with tears and at the other end marched right into the temple in a rage and turned over the tables of the money changers. Nobody understood who he was. They thought he was a military and political savior, ready to take on the military and political oppressor who was coming through the opposite gate. 
They thought that military and political problems were the only problems that they had. They wanted a war hero, not a mother hen, and I'm not entirely sure that we're any different. Mostly we don't want what Jesus offers. We have our own agendas. Our prayer lists are long, often with detailed instructions for how God should answer them. And when God's answer rides through the gates of our lives, we're so happy at what we think we're getting that we fail to notice that he's crying. I'm not sure I know what to make of it all still, but I know now more than ever that it was a complicated ride. Will you pray with me? Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, that the King of glory may come in. Amen. Thank you for subscribing to Spirit Walker Devotions. I'm the pastor of the United Methodist Church of Westford at 10 Church Street in Westford, Massachusetts. If you're in the area, stop in for worship at 9.30 on Sunday mornings. Spirit Walkers comes out each Saturday evening, and you can subscribe to it or my sermon podcasts either through iTunes or at www.annrobertson.com. You can also receive Spirit Walkers as an email and subscribe through the same address. If you'd like to drop me an email, I'd love to hear from you at ann at annrobertson.com. Thanks again for subscribing, and I'll look forward to being with you again next week. Music